Lafayette's connect. Lafayette's connect. Lafayette's connect. Lafayette's connect. Oh, talk about my city. Let's be cool, eh? Yo, not petty. Be real and you can ride with me. Oh, and this is the city. Oh, talk about my city. Let's be cool, eh? Yo, not petty. Be real and you can ride with me. Oh, and this is the city. Lafayette's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Gerardo Bravo. Hey, what's up? How you doing, man? Pretty good. How are you doing? Good, man. It's been years since i've seen you dude since uh high school graduation high school graduate that was the last time i saw you well no we the second the first time after that was i saw you working at subway and then after that oh you came into my subway awesome yeah. man awesome yeah that was a that was a couple of years ago then but there's not a lot of people in my life that have been around that i've been friends with since like i think we were in the same first grade class weren't we Maybe. I'm not sure. Did you go to, uh, what's it called? Um, Wea? I know we went to Wea together for third grade, but didn't you go to Earhart? Yeah. Earhart. You did did too? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how we met, man. I'm pretty sure we went first grade in Earhart, and then I moved, I moved after second grade to Wea, and then somehow I think you ended up going to Wea too. Yeah, I left. In third grade to uh, Wea, because I, yeah, I went to Malia too, and then I went to Wea third grade. Yeah, because I was going to say, I feel like first grade is about when we, and we, we were tight back then, man. We yeah. really were, all through elementary, all through middle, most of high school. We weren't super close, but we always, we we always had a good, yeah, time. we had a good yeah. friendship, man. But anyway, for people that don't know, your family owns Lindo, Mexico too. Yep. Yep, yep. Here in town. Yep. So what's that like, man? What's that like? having a family-owned restaurant that you've been involved with since since you were a kid. You were working there since as soon as you were old enough to work, yeah. probably before then. Yeah, before then. I can't say that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty fun, though. You get to learn how to cook pretty much from a young age because you're always in there. Like, you want to have make your own food, just go to the kitchen, make your own stuff. You get to meet a lot of people, like co-workers. Your aunts and uncles will work there, too, so you get to talk to them all the time. Yeah, and some of the frequent customers, the good customers, they'll go in there and talk to you all the time as well. So it's like a whole other side of the family right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I did restaurant. I was in the restaurant business for like five, six, seven years, something like that. Most mine were all fast food though, between McDonald's, Subway, O'Charlie's. Um, but it's a, it's rough working at a restaurant. But I can't imagine owning one and a, a family-owned restaurant like that. But how has COVID affected that? Um, well, I mean, it slowed us down a bunch, like, not gonna lie, we've slowed down compared to how we, it used to be, it used to be a little bit busier, thankfully, we still have people coming in, we still stay busy, it's not like we're making less money than we used to, we're making about enough to keep going, so it's pretty good. You make about the same as what you did before, or is um, it a little less? A or? little less, not a lot, thankfully, but a little less, but we're still hanging in there, that's the good part. Yeah, restaurants got hit, I always really say restaurants hard. got hit the hardest out of any field, yeah. but... That, that might not be true, but that sure seems like it, man. Um, they say that, like, 
something crazy like 60% of all family restaurants are just done forever so um, and I can see why it would be true because I can believe that mm-hmm. but you guys have already you're in a good location you've got everything so established you've been there for so long that I'm glad to hear you guys aren't taking a huge huge hit because yeah, even in Lafayette man I've seen a couple restaurants go down so yeah it's no bueno I've heard of a bunch of places going down too so how did it how did it all start how did it how did your family end up here running their own restaurant because they've been running it since I knew you as a little kid your yeah. family's always owned Leno Mexico yeah they've been running this for like about 25 years now about if not 25 almost 25 but yeah pretty much my dad was working at a factory over in California and one day he got an opportunity to come work at a restaurant here in uh, Crawfordsville that ended up going going pretty good so he got an offer to open up a restaurant in Lafayette and Pretty much how it started. And just bam, made it happen. Yeah. So there, this is Lindo Mexico two that we're talking about. What happened to Lindo Mexico one? Was that the one in Crawfordsville? So we are Lindo Mexico now, but it originally was Little Mexico. We were Little Mexico two. Okay. And then like an ownership, like a difference in ownership, change in ownership happened there, mm-hmm. and then the name changed, and then we became Lindo one, and then we have a Lindo two in Greenwood. Whoa. Okay. That's I'm glad you said that, man, because as a kid, I always said Little, little Mexico, yeah. Little Mexico, too. And then it was just recently where I looked at the sign and I was like, it's a Lindo. It's a Lindo. <laughs> I was like, have I been saying it wrong this whole time and yeah. you just never corrected me? But no, okay, so it used to be Little Mexico. Yeah, so we used to be numbered little, little Mexico, too, but now we're Lindo Mexico 1. Right. Yeah. Cool. So what happened to Little Mexico 1? Um, so originally the person who started the whole business was my uncle, my dad's older brother. He's the one who started everything, and the first Little Mexico was in Crawfordsville. But then, like I said, it was like a, a change in ownership, so my uncle stayed with his in Crawfordsville, and then my dad kept his under like a new name, pretty much. Oh, okay. Cool. Why Lafayette? Just because it's got a strong market, or what? That part, I honestly do not know. I don't know why they went from California all the way to Lafayette, but for some yeah, reason they did, yeah. It's so weird to me how little things line up so perfectly to bring everybody to this town, though. Yeah. Everybody, every business owner I talk to, they all end up in one win, crazy right? way, and they're like, yep, now we're in Lafayette, <laughs> killing it, you know? Yeah. Um, Lafayette's a good place to have a business, though. It honestly like, is. It's a, it's a nice little town. It mm-hmm. is for sure, and it's it's growing like crazy too. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, man, that's cool. That's cool. What do, what do you do mostly? You mostly are you like a manager? Or, I mean, you're the boss's kid, so I'm sure you run the place. But yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty much the manager. There's what they make me do. But I mean, I pretty much do everything. If we if a cook is gone, I'm, I'm in the kitchen. If a waiter is gone, I'll, I'll be grabbing tables, trying to keep everything clean as well, everything under control ordering stuff make sure everybody's doing their thing i'm pretty much everywhere over the yeah. whole time yep just running it yeah how has a because there's a crazy especially in restaurants just another punch to the gut for restaurants there's a crazy labor shortage um i don't know a lot of people say it's unemployment a lot of people say it's the pay scale needs fixed i don't know what the actual reason is but for some reason nobody can find people to work in restaurants has that hit you guys or are you guys um, a tight, close family that you haven't really worried about it too much? Yeah, I mean, it does, it has hit us a little bit right now. Thankfully, everything, everyone that we have, we kind of like, and they're they're working for us. Like, no, nobody wants to leave or anything, so we're pretty good on that. But we have noticed here and there some, like, we are a little bit affected by labor, a labor shortage. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, I, it is a little bit hard trying to find people. I can imagine, man. I can, I can imagine. Um, 
What about the uh, cost of food? Because that's another big, oh. big issue. Another punch to the gut for restaurants, yeah, man. Yeah, Every man. single food item has gone up like, I don't know what it is, maybe 20, 30%. It's crazy. It has for sure. It has, has made us have to increase the prices of our food a little bit, which we're not fans of. I mean, it's like the customer has paid more for it. Mm-hmm. And we don't like our customers paying a lot for the food because we like to keep it relatively, relatively cheap. So it, it has affected us a little bit too. And not just like that, but like our, our vendors aren't selling a lot of stuff anymore. Like our beers, like our vendors say we don't have any more Corona, we don't have any more Bud Light, any Modelo this week. Sorry, we can't get any. Whoa. So even that's hard to come by. Like even beers are not coming in. What is it? People are running out of stuff? I think the factories just didn't make any, like during COVID, because they shut down. So like there's a supply uh. short right now. Man, that's not good. Yeah. You guys are struggling to get like top brand beers. That's beers a and food and everything. Man, so what do you guys do for that? You just have to tell your customers, sorry, we're, we're trying. We'll get it as I'll soon as we can. I'll get to go to like, the store and get them there. It's okay. a little bit more expensive doing it like that, but it's the only thing we got at the moment. At least that's an option, though. What are you going to do if the stores start running out, though? Tell the customer, say, man, sorry, we don't, we don't have any this week. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's wild. Um, how long has that been going on? Uh, ever since we opened back up from uh, the quarantine, actually. So it's still going on. Yeah. I talked to one lady, the lady who runs the Kana Kazana over on campus, and she was saying how much the price of oil has gone up for the fryers, how much everything, I mean, and she was giving me prices, and it's just crazy, dude, how something used to be, just last year was 12 bucks, and now they're having to pay 40 for it. I mean, it's it's wild. Um, For sure, stuff like avocados has gone up, like... Oh, really? Avocados? I I can see that, man, every... That's a millennial thing. So. <laughs> um, how are your parents doing, though? Are they super stressed out, or are you guys just thankful that you're not falling apart like the rest of them? Or? Well, I mean, they're hanging in there. My mom pretty much now doesn't do anything. Well, I mean, she does. She finally has some grandchildren now, so she's taking care of the little, little girls and everything. So she's pretty much a grandma now. It's not working anymore. Who had kids? My older brother. Oh, nice, man. What yeah. was his name? Um, Osvaldo. Osvaldo. Yeah, I remember, yeah yep. Yeah, I remember yeah. him. Man, how old is he now? 27. 27. Congrats, Osvaldo. Shout out to him. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I wonder if he would remember me. He probably would. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe we might describe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because not only do we go way back to first and second grade, whatever it was, but we actually, we were neighbors for a long time. You lived in my grandma's neighborhood, and we were pretty close friends. So, like, I was over at your house a lot back in the day. For one, you were the only kid in the whole neighborhood that had a Wii when it first came out. I was? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you remember that, but okay. nobody could afford a $400 Wii, but your family sure did. So. I, mean, I don't think they could, but they found a way. Yeah, yep. So I remember uh, playing Smash Brothers at your house a lot, yeah. and that was a, it's always a good time. But uh, what's your the plans for the restaurant? What's the future look like for you guys? Well, I do know that before all this crazy stuff happened, my dad actually was planning on getting another, opening another business under the same name somewhere else, like in a, here in Indiana, still, but like in a different town. Mm-hmm. But ever since COVID happened, he's probably just trying to focus more on a restaurant here. Yeah. And we want to really make sure we're staying like pretty steady, make sure we keep money coming in and everything. Because you guys are right on 26, right on Sagamore. Yeah. Not on 26, but you guys are on Sagamore. Um 
what do you guys buy? You're right by Alorica, my old Subway. I'm not sure if Alorica's... Oh, wait, Alorica. They might have switched owners yeah, and names and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we're pretty much across from the Chevy dealer, Build-A-Foul. Yeah, the Build-A-Foul Build dealership. Because that was one thing I wanted to ask, is when Sagamore was under construction for years and years and years and years, how did you guys survive that, man? I, I mean, it, it pretty much wiped the subway I was yeah. working at. It pretty much wiped it out completely. Yeah, every recall. restaurant around that area, like not just restaurants, but other businesses in the area got hit hard. Yeah. I don't know how we stayed in business, man. Man, but that whole street was closed. They, if you wanted to go and eat with us, you had to take like a long. Yeah, you had to go it. all the way down Sagamore and then do a U-turn. Yeah. And then still have to do go all the way back around. I mean, it was so complicated. Like, thank you to all the customers that came in during those mm-hmm. hectic times, but I don't know how we stayed in business back. Yeah, I'm sure you got after 20-something years, I'm sure you guys have a ton of regulars that yeah, have just been do. with you since. But not even just that, but every time I talk to somebody about your restaurant, it's always, oh, man, they have the best this, or they have the best. Um, Zach Dismore, shout out to him. Let's see what he messaged me. He said something about, you guys have the best chorizo con huevos in town. Oh, okay, yeah. thank you, Zach. I don't even know what that is. but uh, eggs and chorizo. <laughs> 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 yeah, I uh, I've eaten at your restaurant a couple of times. It's pretty good. Do you guys do a uh, DoorDash and Grubhub and all that too? Yeah, we we don't do our own delivery, but we have like DoorDash and Grubhub mm-hmm. and all of them. And that uh, how much do they usually take out of that? It's usually like thirty percent of the whole meal, isn't it? Yeah. So normally, if you have a contract with them, they will take like thirty percent off whatever you make at the end of the month. But they will also like increase your prices on the website. But we actually don't have like any contract with them, so they actually get our prices. From, they just Google them online, and whatever it says on there, they'll get it from there, and we'll, they'll stay. They'll still take orders from us, but we don't have like, an actual contract. But we like get together and like set prices and all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. But you guys still have it to where you can get a ton of DoorDash and Grubhub and all. Do you guys do Grubhub at all too, or just yeah, DoorDash? Okay. No, both. Yeah, you can get all that and still make money on it. I've always yeah. been kind of curious about that because. Um, one lady told me that they take 30% of every meal, and I was like, how is that even, with everything going on, how, why would anybody, Yeah. did that help out a lot, the to-go orders and all that, when, for the quarantine? Oh. Did you guys have to shut down for the quarantine? Not completely, like, only care, only delivery, not delivery, uh, carry out, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's what most places did. That's such a pain, too, man, yeah. only carry out, mm. I mean, it was pretty slow at first, we would only get, like, probably... 10 orders a day when they were whoa yeah, nothing <laughs> yeah man then, thankfully like probably like a week or two weeks after we started to get a little bit more more busy so people still that uh, still kept coming in thankfully yeah that's good when how long did you guys say you were quarantined i believe it happened april 13th so i know the, i know the exact date it mm. happened to and it opened may 10th i want to say so for about a month you were just yeah. Pretty much and shut down. You can call yourself open, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, what happened before you guys just said, "All right, we're we're just gonna open up and do"? Um, was that a CDC thing or oh, you know what I mean? Like like what? Yeah, what made you go from just ten orders a day to okay, we can have people in the lobby now? It's just they they told us we can finally open up, pretty much. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's tough watching every small business like that go through it. I'm glad you guys made it, and you guys seem to be on the other end of it now. Yeah. But 
I mean, that's just tough for us, like business owners, but like people who work in restaurants too, like waiters, cooks, and everything is pretty tough on them as well. Yeah, no kidding. You because you got to keep everybody paid, and man, that's just not good. Because restaurants typically, especially a small family-owned business or small family-owned restaurant, it's a fight to survive as it is. Yeah. Like if you miss an entire if you had to close for three days that's that's a huge setback yeah Yeah. so i can't even imagine a month like that and still expecting people to come in and make sit there and wait for 10 you're paying people to sit there and make 10 meals a day that's just that's wild dude yeah that's hard like honestly thank you to the government for those loans that they gave us and everything yeah, that's true. The PPE loan. The PPE loans, yeah. yeah. That's good. Because we, as soon as they said we can start filling those out, we did it the first day. And we got the money, and thankfully we were able to pay everybody. Okay, that's good. But yeah, that did save a lot of people. But, yeah. Um, I don't know how much that was, but do you think it was enough for everybody that took it, or do you think it still wasn't enough for most um, I feel like it may, probably wasn't enough for most because I know as soon as we got ours it only lasted for like about a month so yeah I'm paying, I'm paying the employees and everything but we still end up losing a lot of money because all those days so we didn't make as much as we used to what we're used to making mm-hmm. so th- we, thankfully we were given enough to pay everybody but not enough to actually like get like make even like get behind what we lost and everything kind of like that $600 stimulus check oh. like thanks <laughs> but that's not <laughs> who's that helping you yeah. know but like someone in California, like six hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially with the whole fight of it all. Don't even get me started oh, on it, man. Yeah. Like when they, it took them a gonna, month of yeah, and they're like, yes, you are, yes, you are. It's gonna be this. It's gonna be that. All right, final answer: six hundred bucks. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm, <laughs> okay, thanks. Which technically, I didn't need that money at all, but. I just always thought, like, man, what a slap in the face for somebody that can't pay their bills right now. Somebody wasn't working during all yeah. that time, yeah. Or, yeah, that's just crazy, dude. That is just nuts. Do you have any but, kids? I know they also got more money for if you had kids. Oh, no, I, uh, you know, no kids. Okay. Uh, okay. How about you, man? No kids or nothing? No. Yeah, cool. Good no, for no you, dude. Your money for me. <laughs> yeah, we're still young. We're still, yeah. we're still, we're you're, you're 25, right? Yeah, 20, no, 26. Oh, you're 26? 26, okay. two weeks ago. Yeah, nice. I just turned 25 a couple weeks okay. ago, so. Yeah, I was a year older than everybody in our class. Yeah, you I were, think I entered a year late. You were also school. the only kid in fourth grade with a mustache. mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I grew out early, man. We got some good times together, man. We do. Um, the marshmallow guns back in, there was a school project. Fourth grade science, I think. Fourth we, grade? Miss, Miss oh. Fulton. Yeah. Okay, that's seventh grade. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what did we? What was even the project for that? We had to. I don't actually know. We made marshmallow guns with like pipes. Yeah, we made these weird pipe marshmallow guns where you would just blow marshmallows at each other. Yeah. But man, that was a blast. We spent. Day. I was gonna say we spent like two weeks on it, hanging out every yeah, day, just and you're, making you're these crazy. I think we were at both. I remember being at oh, yours okay. for a while too, but. We got some good memories, man. We go way back. I don't know what we got, though. I think it was pretty good, though. But for the construction on Sagamore, what was the game plan, or how stressful was that? Because that was a long time, man. That was years and years. It was years. Because I remember I went off to college when it first started, I believe, or it was about to start. And then when it came back, it was about to finish, though. So. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> what is that, like four years? Or 
How long were you? Well, abroad? I went to International Business College. It was like a school where you can like finish your degree in like about a year and a half. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I thought it was longer than that, but cool. Good for you, man. I mean, you graduated. I mean, probably finished in like 2016, 2017 construction. I did. Yeah, they finished it when I was working at that subway. I don't remember how many years ago that was, but okay, probably three or four years ago now. Time's flying so fast, man. It is. It is like. Literally, I feel like it hasn't been that long since I've seen you, but if we haven't seen each other since high school graduation, we're talking like seven years, man. Yeah, 2014. 2014, yeah. Almost 10 years now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, do you deal with any of the uh, money stuff at all? Like the pricing of all that, or is that all your family? So most of the stuff that's been there, like most of the plates, the drinks, everything, it's been there since we first started. That's pretty much all down to my dad because he's already got everything in mind, everything set. But whenever we come up with like new dishes, new ideas, that's when I step in and we're like, hey, so this is how much I'm spending on the ingredients. This is how much I think we should uh, price it. And that's where we kind of meet with that go from there. Yeah. And one thing a lot of people don't realize about restaurants is that typically for restaurants, there's a... The profit margin is so small, man. I don't know what it is for you guys, but it's usually next to nothing to where you you don't have a lot of room for any anything, any waste or yeah. I mean you gotta you gotta plan for waste and stuff like that, but typically you you don't have a lot of room to work with on pricing things. It's usually this is what we can afford, so that's what we're gonna do. So yeah, because like the restaurant business, especially the Mexican business, personally, has grown a lot in this town. So if we price our food way too high, and there's like so many other places somebody else can go get their stuff from, like their food from. Yeah. So we gotta keep it like at the right price, so that we're like our competitors can't be like, hey, we got it way too over here, come over here. There are a lot of restaurants like that too. How did that affect you guys? Having a ton of classic Mexican restaurants, whatever you would call that. Because there are a good handful of them. Yeah, because when they first opened up here, back in the Earl, there was like barely any Mexican restaurants. But like now, it's like one in every corner. Mm-hmm. So it has taken some of our customer base away. But like I said, thankfully, we're still hanging in there. We're doing pretty good. All of our frequent customers are still coming in. So we're still hanging in there. We're yeah, you guys are definitely good. one of the main ones, for yeah, sure. one of like the first ones in town to open up, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Earlier ones. Lafayette's just a huge... It just keeps growing as people keep coming in. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just... There's so many, so much opportunity, so many different jobs, so many in almost every field, it seems like, man. It's a great place to be a real estate agent. It's a great place to start your own business. It's a yeah. great place to work in a factory. It's a great place for the list just goes on and on, yeah. man. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that. And it's and we got Purdue like, not that far from here, too. Yeah, Purdue's a, if it's not one of the bigger, re- if it's not the biggest reason Lafayette's growing, it's definitely up there. Up there, but, yeah. Um, Every year, it seems like Purdue has the biggest group of freshmen that they've ever had. Every year, it's like, oh, the highest amount of people possible coming in. And then the next year, oh, even more yeah. than last year. <laughs> yeah. And now it's just crazy, dude. I was, I just noticed this yesterday, but I was driving on 26, and the traffic was so backed up, and it was 430. But the traffic was so backed up, it took like... 15 minutes to get from where I was at to where I was going and normally it would be like a four or five minute drive yeah and I was like man this wasn't like that a couple years ago like was it for sure I don't think it's gonna slow down anytime soon no no for sure it's not we're just gonna keep on going Mm -hmm. and that's good for you guys for sure yeah but that's why one of the reasons like when school is over like in the Purdue area 
it kind of hurts the, the restaurants because like all the college kids are leaving mm-hmm. so it does slow down a little bit but you guys aren't really in the campus area though you shouldn't be no we're not we do bad. get a freaking amount of uh, college students coming over you do okay yeah. cool how is that location where you guys are at are you guys pretty happy with that or- well it's a pretty good location like the monthly cost is kind of high up there, but that's because it's in a good area. Look on the main street and everything. So mm-hmm. we're in a pretty, we're in a pretty set in a good place right now. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you you guys rented out or? Yeah, we rented out. Yeah. You guys have been renting it out for twenty something years, huh? Uh, not that one because we were first in Earl, but then we moved to where we are now in two oh nine. Two thousand nine. We've been there eleven years now. Huh. Yeah, where you guys are at, I imagine you get a lot of traffic. It's still, it's not a pain to get in there, though, is oh, it? No, no, okay. no. If you're heading to Target, you pass it. If you're heading to Steak and Shake, you pass it. Mm-hmm. So it's like on the main road, so. I got a question for Steak and Shake. Yeah. What is going on? I literally have seen in the news so many times that Steak and Shake is not going to be a thing. I've seen them hand out literally free fries for every single meal because they're trying to get rid of all their stuff so they can close down. I've had waitresses okay. tell me that Steak and Shake is going to be done within the year. Like and the now, franchise or just that one? In one? general, oh, okay. all of them. Every single one is supposed to be done. I've seen it in the news. I've talked to the people. I've seen them giving out free fries. But here we are like four years later all this construction COVID yeah literally COVID everything (laughs) and And I love Steak and Shake man I do that's where my parents met I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Steak and Shake (laughs) okay but I still wonder like what happened how did you guys did you guys make a lot of money giving away free stuff or what because I don't know if you saw that when Steak and Shake was literally literally free fries for every single you could Go in there, not order anything, and say, "Can I get a thing of free fries?" And they were like, "Yeah." They're like, yeah. Oh, man, I missed out on free fries. Yeah. They might still do it, man. They okay. did it for a long time. Um, but yeah, anyone from Steak and Shake, if you want to leave a comment and let me know what's going on, I'd love to know. But what else is new, man? What else is going on with you? Um, I'm just looking for a house at the moment. Yeah, That's we're gonna we're gonna get that for you, dude. It, yeah. yeah, we're gonna get that for you. What are your? How about the amount of hours that you? put into that restaurant man Do they because i i know what restaurants are like man They're, it's a 24-hour gig yeah I it's mean, not a simple clock in clock out place you gotta yeah there's probably days where you're open to close multiple times yeah in a week just back to back back to back is that what you're going through now um at the moment yeah also like since like it's a family-owned restaurant every now and then if my father wants to go on vacation like to mexico whatever mm-hmm. i have to step in and work pretty much 24 7 from open and closing since it's pretty much just me and him and they're in charge. What What are your guys' hours? What What do you open and when do you guys close? Um, so every day we open at 11, but then Friday and Saturday at close at 11 and the other days we open at 10. Oh, okay. But even though we open at 11, I'm still in there like at 8 o'clock anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember those days. Oh, you would open. My subway would open at 9, but there were times where I'd be there at 3 in the morning. It depends on what, what's going what on for do, the right? day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but luckily, the subway I ran, it would close at 9 p.m. compared to other subways that were open until 1 in the morning, 4 in the morning. So yeah. that 9 p.m. is a good, you know, because worst case scenario, you're out of there by 10 or 11. But it's still a pretty good time to be yeah. home and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, 10's not, it's only an hour later, you know, so you probably get out of there like 11 or so, right? How long does it take to close the store up? Uh, I want to say it's 
say like probably 30, 40 minutes. Depends how fast they can work in the kitchen, but like about there, yeah. Yeah. Normally, I just want to say an hour just to be sure, another hour. Depends how, because you could have a rush, right, when you're about to close, too, that just screws you and your whole night over, man. I remember those days. There is something fun about working at a restaurant, though. It is a, it's know, an it art is for form. Sure, yeah. yeah. It, it, I loved it, man. I did it for, I didn't do it for six years because I hated it, you yeah. know? <laughs> and you also can see, like, you, get to, you get to meet so many great people there, too. Mm-hmm. And since my dad's been working in the restaurant for so long, he's met, like, so many families or kids. They're, he's seen their kids grow up pretty much. Oh, yeah. I've, for I've sure. seen people grow up as well, like kids as well. What's the longest employee that you guys have had do you have any employees that have been there since yeah, the whole Daniel, ride actually he's been with us ever since we opened so he's been with what's us his, what's his last now. name do i know um, him? he's been there the whole ride what's he do a chef or something well he's done everything he first started off as a manager i want to say he was helping out my dad and then he went from manager to cook and now he's a waiter nice man. what do you, what's your favorite out of all of them cooking or waiting honestly cooking yeah because I'm, I'm back there just talking, hanging with the boys, you know, just talking to them all the time, making jokes, also making food, just in one of the area. It's pretty fun back there. I was going to say, with as long as I was in the restaurant business, I've never been a waiter or a okay. server or anything in that. I've always been, I've always been the manager, but I've also always been in the kitchen, cooking side of it all. Um, that was always my specialty, so people don't really realize how much work it really requires being in a kitchen full time like that. I mean, but, but there is something to it where it just, I don't know, it's fun. You know, no, it can get, be fun. Yeah. yeah. Even during the busy days, the busy nights, it's like, it's mm-hmm. pretty fun. Especially when you're good at it. It's it's an art form. It really yeah. is. So. And if you get along with the guys back there too, it's like, and it's, it's almost like you're hanging out with the guys again. Well, I want to hear about some rough employees though. I want to hear, uh, I'm I mean, sure you had to have some that you've just. Had, yeah, like guys that are always coming in late, not doing their jobs. People, guys who are spend more time talking with like the cute girls and they do check mm-hmm. out the tables stuff like that yeah yeah you, you we, always we gotta had, have we've that. had them all <laughs> <laughs> um you don't have to name drop any but has there ever been anyone that's just ridiculous that was just hurting the business just being there no not really thankfully we, we haven't had anybody like that we had people which is they weren't really i would say good at their job but not like hurting the business or anything that's good yeah um are you guys hiring right now yeah, I think right at the moment we're looking for like a cook. Okay. But like I said, cool. we're like this shortage. We're not really finding any. Yeah, I was gonna say there's probably a lot of people looking for cooks, Jobs but right now. yeah. But if there's anybody listening that needs a that is a cook and act, are you looking for an experienced cook or? Oh, we can train them. They don't have to be. It, okay. It'd yeah, be you nice don't. They are, but we can train them. Yeah, you heard <laughs> it. It'd be nice, but you don't even have to be experienced. If you're just looking for a job, go apply. Cause uh, I'll vouch for Gerardo. He's got a good family. Good. I'm sure it's fun working there. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Plus, you guys are super clean too. Every time I go in there, it seems like everything's well kept. It's all nice. You know, you got the music playing. Yeah, it's just a good environment overall. Yeah, we try to be because I I'm, I'm like picky about a lot of things. I don't like messes. If I see a mess, like I gotta clean it. Mm-hmm. I don't like seeing it all messy and everything. So we try to be as clean as we can. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, it's been a while since I've seen your parents. Honestly, I probably haven't even seen them since seventh grade since or whenever that was. Grade, yeah. yeah. So what is your guys' plan for the uh, the food, though? Like, with everything being more expensive and you guys have bumped up your prices, how much would you say you've had to bump up the prices on, on the food that you sell? Once I want to say per, on average, per plate, like, two bucks. 
Okay. Which is some people it might not seem like much, but like since for years we've always, we've always had like the same prices, like the two buck increase does kind of seem like a. Mm, yeah, I was gonna say an eleven dollar meal going to a thirteen dollar meal. Yeah. It's not a lot, but it could be depending on. But you guys can't be the only ones. There's no, every sure restaurant's probably yeah. yeah. Cause there are days when I'm waiting on tables, and as soon as they tell me they're ready for the check, I'll get the check. I'll look at the price. I'm like, oh man, it's gone up, hasn't it? Because mm-hmm. right now, like dinner for two people could be like fifty bucks. Oh so man, it's gone yeah. Up. yeah. It used to be like 30, 40 bucks for two people. Mm-hmm. Now it's like fifty. Yeah, that's gone up. For little sure, things though. like that yeah. do add up fast. So, do you guys uh, think that's just the new normal, or do you think that maybe they'll go down? Things will go back to. I don't know much about the food business right now. I mean, I would like to think they might. It will probably go down, but like knowing how like some businesses are, mm-hmm. like not like restaurants, but like big um, companies who sell merchandise and everything, like produce and everything, they might like the more money that they have coming in, so they might keep it how it is. They're probably not gonna go back down how it used to be. So yeah, I was gonna say do, once once you give them that power, it's kind of hard to take that yeah. back, but. I, didn't, I just didn't know because it's all based on supply and demand too pretty much and yeah. right now there's a demand for everything like hmm I wonder how many new restaurants are starting out because this has got to set new restaurants and upcoming restaurants this has had to be a major setback for them personally I wouldn't want to start a restaurant right now with everything going on no, I mean, that that's, would not be a good idea yeah. I mean I don't think I've heard many places opening up during this last couple of years so no. I don't think anybody is. It's just so crazy, man, how restaurant... Do you know the percentage of how many, compared to other businesses, how many of them are restaurants or food-related? Oh, like in general? Yeah. Um, I do not, but I want to say it's probably like higher than 50, I want to say. For sure. Yeah, let's let's look that up. Let's. How would you even word that? I don't even know how to like word that to find it. Yeah, so it says 4% of the entire U.S. economy is restaurants four percent that kind of seems small to me yeah Yeah, i was gonna say i was thinking like so this one says that 64 percent of all restaurants are small businesses that That, yeah sounds about right yeah Yeah. which is the craziest thing because a lot of people got hurt with covid but it's just so crazy how many different things have affected restaurants specifically the food, the labor shortage, the fact that they had to shut down, the fact that it's hard enough to start a restaurant and keep it alive to begin with, you know, yeah, they, they, they can't afford to take punches like that. Like five years, it's a max, like a small business will stay open if they're not good. Like if a restaurant's been open for longer than five years and it's like a good sign. Then it's solid, yeah. yeah. Huh, five years. It's just like the first year or two, you're still pretty much starting up. Year three and four is what you need to start. You start racking the business in. If you get past year five, then you're solid, is what they say. Yeah, I've heard that too, that the first couple of years of starting your own business, you want to expect to not make money yeah. at all. But I don't know. I, I feel like if, it's just got to be so hard, man. <laughs> it is for sure. Um, how much was that PPE? The one that we got. Well, I don't know. Is it the same for everybody? I was going to say, I don't want you no, to answer if you're not comfortable It's different with it. per person because you have to, when you fill that information in, you have to tell them how much you spend per month on like utilities, rent, the, mm. um, oh, shoot. How much do you guys pay for the rent? Is it thousands of dollars a month? 6000 a month. 6000 Man. Yeah. 6000 But you guys are, you have a, 
pretty big building too. There's oh, that's huge in there. Yeah. Most of your family works there, but not all your employees are family, right? They're all just no, friends so or family. We have two waiters. Two two of my uncles are waiters. My aunt is a bus girl. I have a cousin working in the grill in the kitchen. My older brother is in the back chopping the vegetables, the meats, and all that. And then my younger brother comes in on Saturdays to wash dishes, and that's about it. Dang. So what's your little brother doing? He just works one day a week washing dishes? How do you get that job? <laughs> I mean, he's in high school, so he's busy. He's in my oh, okay. band, so he stays busy. Yeah, okay. That's he cool. just works to get some extra money. Mm-hmm. His day's coming, though. Yeah. <laughs> if he wants, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how's your family feel about what if... Uh, because you obviously love it. You love what you do. But yeah. how would your family feel if you looked at them and said, I'm done. I quit. I'm done with this Lindo, Mexico. I'm out of here. They'd, they'd probably be surprised and shocked. And they probably wouldn't know what to do either. Because I'm, I'm like their number one guy. I have mm-hmm. a with everything. Especially so if, if you leave, went. They, they wouldn't know yeah. what to do. Probably. Especially if you're like, you guys can find me at Senior Tacos. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm done. <laughs> nah, that's cool though. That's cool that you, you guys, the whole family runs. I like stories like that, man. It's it's a tough world out there, but I'm glad you guys are doing good and, you know, you guys are making it. You're surviving and yeah. making it work and making some money. And it's all thanks to our customers, though, that they love our food. That's why they keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Yeah, so I was going to ask, is it, because you said your uncle started it, is that a different uncle that's um, a waiter now? or is Yeah, it's a different one. So I have an uncle, so I'm going to give you a little backstory here. Mm-hmm. One, my dad's older brother started the business. He works... At Crawfordsville, his place is Little Mexico. My dad owns Lindo Mexico here. My uncle Juan is the part owner because my dad owns fifty percent of this one, and my uncle is fifty percent of the other one. He owns the Lindo in Greenwood, and then we have another uncle. I think his youngest brother, who owns a restaurant in Crawfordsville, also called Me Rancho Bravo. But he has that one on his own. So that's so dope, though. You yeah. guys are just taking over, man. You're like, you get one, you get one, you <laughs> yeah. get one. I have a cousin that, too who owns a place called Blue Agave, I think. So we have family all over who are own businesses all over. I was gonna say you guys are talking you're talking about like over a million dollars worth of restaurants there. Because yeah. each one is not cheap, I'm sure. No. So that's how did you guys I mean you don't have to tell me, but is it just you make so much from one that you go and get a loan for another? Or how did that how did you go from we can afford this to this to that to that i mean well i mean for the first one my uncle sold the restaurant to my dad and my other uncle juan Mm -hmm. so that's how they got those and then he they split the business my uncle who started everything kept his my dad and then my uncle juan both own the one here and then the one over there and then the one in Crawfordsville called me watcher bravo he actually owns on his own so we didn't do anything with that Man. But we're still like, like they're still talking everything. Have you guys instantly been? Were you guys instantly um, successful? Like from day one, the first year of every. How did you guys just dominate like that, man? Normally, no, you start a business and you fight to stay alive for years. But it seems like you guys just immediately knew what you were doing, and your whole you got a whole family of savages, man. How does that happen? <laughs> I mean, when we opened up, we were the only uh, business in town, only Mexican place in town. Is that what it was? Just being the I only so. Mexican restaurant? The right place, right time, I think so. Yeah, that's cool, man. And now you guys have such a solid name for yourself that, I mean, I feel like everybody knows where it's, I mean, I was born and raised here, so I've always known it's there, but 
I feel like it's a very well-known restaurant that people love and go to all the time. So that's cool, man. Um, What about the the rules as far as COVID go? Do you have to – I know you guys got a list of – Everybody has to social distance. Everybody is everything a hundred percent open, right? Like you can fill up every seat. Or... Yeah, right now it is. Um, back when we opened up form from the quarantine, we were at twenty five percent capacity. Had to be six feet apart. I think everything had to be like you know sanitized and everything mask. I think that was it to begin with. But now, yeah, everything right now is just a hundred percent open. Okay. Yeah, because I definitely. Everybody still seems to be spacing restaurants out, which is good, but um, I didn't know what the rules were on it because we're kind of sliding back as COVID and the Delta variant and all that. We're kind of sliding back towards where we were. So has there been any word on that at all? Has anyone still no changes to what you have to do? It's still 100%. Yeah, so far we haven't been told anything, so it looks like we're still at 100% at the moment. Cool. Yeah, how do you guys... uh, how does that work? How do when they make a new change like that? Because they haven't exactly been laws; they've been mandates. So yeah. I don't really. How do you guys? You guys are just expected to keep up on all that, or do you get something in the mail or a phone call, or how do you? How do you know what to do? Who do you look to? They all send us an email. They send us what email? the new rules are when we have to start following them. Yeah. Huh. How do they get your email? How do they know? It's the health department. They have our info. Oh, yeah, know. okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah they're okay. going to have to have it. Yeah. I never even really thought about that, but that's uh, those must have been stressful times, man. Oh, yeah. Having to shut sure. the business down. And, yeah. Um, yeah, Here, I got a question for you. Um, St. Patrick's Day. we St. Patrick's Day of 2020. We all knew. We've all heard about covid it hadn't really been established yet. We all just knew that there was this crazy virus in China, and now there's a couple Americans that have it, and things are getting weird. And then all of a sudden, I remember the day perfectly. I was driving, and my phone goes off, and it's WLFI. All restaurants expected to close by the end of the day. Yeah. How how did you guys respond to that, man? How did every restaurant just get that and say, okay, I mean, that's that's wild. Well, I kind of knew ahead of time they were going to have a conference um, talking about what they were going to do. So I was actually at work that day. I had the TV on. As soon as the press conference came on, I, I turned it on. And I, like, I just kept watching it. And I heard they say, like, hey, all restaurants are going to have to shut down. So as soon as mm-hmm. I heard that, I told the guys, like, hey, guys, looks like we got to shut down. Go hey, ahead and close up. What the, were you thinking after hearing that? I mean, I, was, I wasn't sure what to do because we've never been through anything like this. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so crazy, man. What a crazy time to be alive. What yeah. a crazy time to be running your own restaurant like that and to just check in the news everybody's done everybody's shut down until we figure this out yeah man I felt bad for all the new people who opened up restaurants recently because they just opened up and then have to close back down yeah man it's a that's what I'm saying there's gotta be a huge setback of I don't know how many new restaurants we normally get each year but same thing with how many people are signing up to be police officers right now. I bet there's just a huge shift. Because and, everything is going on. Yeah. Right Man. And I love restaurants. I love new restaurants. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, but, trying new places. Right? Yeah. But I guess that's good for you guys for being so strong and surviving. But do you know any other restaurants that, that could, didn't make it in Lafayette? Any um, that had to shut down? Yeah. Um, the uh, Texas place. Logan's? I think. No, Texas yeah. Roadhouse. I think. I think Texas Roadhouse is still good as far as I know. Is that the one behind the mall? Yeah. 
Which one is the one that was um next to Chili's, like next to the Toyota dealer up there? Um, I, w- I went I went by that area on Saturday. That place was they they tore it down. There's no longer a building up there. There was a Grindstone Charlie's that was right next to Fazoli's. Oh, did they close that down? Yeah, they tore that one down too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Golden Corral shut down and came back, which. I mean, it's going for outside. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, yeah. that didn't really kill me, <laughs> seeing them go down. But I'm sure they're still not doing good, though. Buffets no, in general. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. a... Another place that probably got hit hard. That and movie theaters got hit hard. Yeah. I, honestly, I like though... are doing better now, but... Movie theaters are? Yeah, okay. I think so. Movie theaters, to me, though, are just one that I look at and I think, I want them to be around. I love movie theaters, yeah. but... In 20 years, are we going to have them anyway? You know what I mean? Like, we're already having movies go straight to people's houses. And yeah. There's something nice about a movie theater, though. Getting Going in, sitting with your friends, watching a movie. There is something nice to it, but... Yeah, because I, like, I like movies. I'm a movie guy. I like going to the theaters, but, I mean, when I was given the option to stream movies from home, I, just, I went before, mm-hmm. so I would just stay home and lay back on my, co- my sofa or whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, it's been a while since I've even been to a movie theater, but... Um, but yeah, they definitely got hit hard with COVID and everything. Because I know on. before the quarantine happened, um, was it East Side Nine said they went bankrupt? Mm. Like before it reported. Yep, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I forgot about that. But um, they were gonna close all of them, even the brand new one that they built here in Lafayette. It's still yeah. yeah. East Side Ten is not what they call. East yeah. Side Ten, yeah. Yeah, that's so crazy. They're still open, so I don't know how they... I know, yeah, we hear these crazy things like that, and then years go by, and we're like, oh, yeah, they're still there. They're still (laughs) fine. (laughs) Thank God, man. Um, I remember this time last year, though, looking at everything and saying, man, 2021, this is going to be a whole different world. And honestly, it seems like everything's pretty much back to normal, man. It seems like we made it through the hump. Yeah. You know? We'll see how bad Delta gets, Delta variant, but... Oh, I think we're still kicking. I yeah, think it we're still. Like we're in there. Yeah, I, I really thought we were about to be in the world's greatest depression that we've ever seen. It seemed like but, it. Yeah. yeah, but that's the Lafayette economy, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're a town that can't go down. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. that's for sure, dude. A town that can't go down. Uh, anything else you want to throw in there, man? We're sitting in about an hour. Um, I mean, I can't think of stuff on the spot, so. Hmm. Can't think of anything, but you got any more questions for me? Yeah, what's the best thing on the menu? Is it the chorizo con cuevos? I don't don't even think I'm saying that right. (laughs) I'm gonna be honest with you though, like, I've been working there so long now that I don't eat off the menu anymore. I just go back there and make my own stuff. Mm, Okay. And I've also been on a diet, so I can't eat any of the good stuff anymore. Oh, what diet are you on? Chicken, broccoli, chicken, and lettuce. Okay. Or uh, shrimp, fish. No more burritos, no more nachos for me. You just cut out. The bullshit, pretty much all the. Well, I was gonna say bullshit, you know, it's it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no more rice. I'm not eating any more beans or anything. So eating mm. that was boring for me. Man, that's all. Kind of cut out all the good all stuff, the good though. Stuff, yeah. yeah. I used to go back there like when when it was slow. Like, I get myself a bowl of rice, cover it in cheese, get some chips, some tortilla chips or whatever. But Man. I can't do that <laughs> <laughs> so what's the best? What's the most popular thing then? Oh, uh, the arroz con pollo. Roast Which is like grilled oil. chicken covered in the cheese with like rice, salad, and tortillas. Okay. It's like cool. the number one thing to get there. I'll try that next time I'm there then. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to take my girlfriend there for a date or something. I say that for every podcast, I feel like. Every <laughs> podcast, I'm like, yeah, I'll take my girlfriend there for a date. <laughs> <Never done. laughs> 
No, I really don't, though. I need to, though. I'll check out Lindo, Mexico, for sure. Man. Okay. Last time I ate there, it was like 8th grade. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, but I did that DoorDash, and I was like, yeah. hey, man, yeah, it looks good. <laughs> but, all right, man, it's been fun, dude. We'll, uh, we'll end this podcast, and we'll start talking about your house search, dude. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Yeah, all yeah, right. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's good seeing you always. Nice seeing you, too. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Oh, talking about my city. Let's be cool, hey, yo, not petty. Be real and you can ride with me. Oh, and this is the setting. Oh, talking about my city. Let's be cool, hey, yo, not petty. Be real and you can ride with me. Oh, and this is the setting. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Lafayette, let's connect. Thank you.